Good morning, everybody. A little early, but we're going to get into it. So now we're going to talk about Kanye West. Fresh embarrassment right now. Up and coming embarrassment. Let's get into it. Hard Talk Radio live in 4K. According to documents reviewed by NBC News, Ye paid a settlement to a former employee who alleged the performer used anti-Semitic language in the office. Yeah, Ben Goggin is the deputy editor for technology at NBC News Digital. He joins us now with the details on his exclusive story. Ben, thanks for joining us this morning. So talk to us about what these documents allege. Yeah, so the settlements that I reviewed show that Kanye West paid a former employee after he made allegations that Kanye frequently used anti-Semitic language in workplace settings. Um, this employee said that multiple times Kanye praised Hitler and Nazis during work meetings. So Ben, others who have worked with the artist are also coming forward making similar allegations. What else can you tell us about those? Yeah, so in addition to reviewing the settlement, um, I talked to six people who witnessed Kanye West uh, make anti-Semitic remarks, um, including praising Hitler, praising Hitler's policies, praising Nazis. Um, three former employees um, that I talked to uh, told me similar things about Kanye praising Hitler in work meetings, asking questions like, do you care if I study Hitler, um, and other sort of stories in that vein. Uh, ben, we've seen, obviously, a huge reaction to this. A lot of companies pulling partnerships with him over these incidents, a huge backlash all over the Internet. Uh, get us up to speed on the latest of what we've actually heard from EA in response to all of this. Yeah, so Kanye at one point um, apologized to people he hurt with these remarks um, in an interview. Um, but in recent days, he's actually doubled down on um, the same type of anti-Semitic remarks that he was making. Um, so he had an interaction with paparazzi the other day where he was showing a spreadsheet that he said contained names of Jewish executives um, highlighted in red. Um, so he's continuing to amplify um, these conspiracy theories and anti-Semitic remarks. Um, and we haven't heard from him um, in regards to our reporting and settlement that I, I read. All right, Ben, thank you so much. Thanks for watching our YouTube that is basically, I mean, I, I don't know what to say, man. I don't. Because Kanye is basically digging himself into a hole. But um, let's take a look at something else about Kanye. Right here. Huh. Yep, 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 yep. Kanye West wanted to name 2018 album after Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler. Kanye West associations with anti Semitism are reportedly nothing new. The rapper has come under fire in recent days for making remarks disparaging Jews, leading many of his lucrative business partnerships to quickly end. But Wes, who allegedly changed his name to Ye, 
has a history of with anti-Semitism. According to a CNN report published Thursday, an unnamed business executive told the outlet that the self-professed greatest artist that God ever created once wanted to name an album after Nazi party leader Adolf Hitler. Oh, boy. He would praise Hitler by saying how incredible it was that he was able to accumulate so much power and will talk about all the great things he and the Nazi party achieved for the German people, the source told CNN. Four other sources corroborated that Yeezy designer originally suggested that the title Hitler for 2018 album, which was eventually named Ye. West allegedly also spoke openly about reading Hitler's 1925 autobiographical manifesto, Von Kampf. The source who parted ways with West amid a legal settlement, a settlement over workplace complaints, including harassment, said his inner circle knew of his obsession with Hitler. The 45-year-old father for also reportedly shared his, his admiration for the Nazi party and their nefarious use of propaganda. Earlier this week, the Universal Music Group owner of Island Def Jam Music Group confirmed that its longtime relationship with West ended last year. The 10-album contract deal was fulfilled with the release of 2021's Donda, named after his late mother. There is no place for anti-Semitism in our society. My thing. Didn't your mother keep you from your mom, from your dad? Why would you want to name your album after your mother? I don't know. We are deeply committed to combating anti-Semitism and every other form of prejudice. The global music um, company said in a statement. On Instagram Thursday, West wrote that he lost $2 billion in one day after German-owned apparel company Adidas and other, others cut ties with him. $2 billion. I'm still alive, he added in the post. This is love speech. I still love you. God still loves you. The money is not who I am. The people is who I am. Yay, you're not speaking in the best interest of the people. So you don't love the people. And you praising a man that would want you gassed, would want your skin used as tank grease. Yay, I don't know what this 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 is the man that many in uh you know who listen to his music want to rally behind. They want to rally behind Ye. And he and Ye admires a man that would have killed him on the spot. Okay. I don't get that. I really don't. Okay. And you have blacks that are so interested in following him. I don't get it. He's not a man of the people. He does, Again, he does not even like to read. He says reading is like eating Brussels sprouts to him. How could you want to be around behind a leader who doesn't like to acquire knowledge, doesn't like to grow? Okay. That's the thing. And if his inner circle knew about his obsession with Hitler, why aren't they canceling them either? Okay. That's what I'd like to know. Why aren't they canceling them? All right. You're canceling Ye, right? 
I'm not on his side because what he said was foolishness. Okay, on drink tramps. All right. Especially saying that, you know, blacks are the true Jews. I'm sorry. No. Unless you got Jewish, I'll say it again. Unless you have Jewish blood in you, you're not Jewish. If you do not have Jewish blood in you, you're not Jewish. Period. And he's seen what happened to Nick Cannon. He decides to put his head out there to get chopped off. Put his head out there to get his head blown off. And the funny thing, you have pro-blacks say all this stuff about being pro-black, but you don't want to read about leaders like Malcolm X, who said entertainers are not civil rights leaders. No other group would ever put an entertainer to speak about their social issues. Because entertainers are just meant to entertain. I like a quote with uh, Kurt Russell. And he was saying that we're actors. Because an actor is an entertainer too. We're just meant to... Um, we are just meant to just entertain. That's it. So when Kanye wants to come up and talk about, you know, he wants to do this and that. The first thing that come out person like Kanye, sit down. Kanye, you got to sit down, Kanye. I'm sorry, bro. You you, you got to sit down. That's what should come out of a, a person's mouth. The majority of the black community that actually takes things seriously. Kanye, you need to sit down. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen because of the Democratic policies and the dynamic team up of the Republican and Democratic party, parties <clears throat> to make sure the black community is oppressed. And also you have uh, blacks helping white supremacy like the boule. Okay. To keep the black community down. Keep them dumbed down. Keep them watching BET. Keep them listening to violent rap music. Okay. And at poisoning families that are broken. Okay. Making bo uh, black boys who, at, who don't have father figures in the home to be violent and go and kill people. Making black females who are broken, growing up in these broken homes, to be prostitutes. Because that's how they see getting up in the world through that music. Because that's what's being pumped into them day in and day out causing dysfunction and then when it comes to real life issues such as like this they can't tell you, Kanye shut up sit down they're like yeah Kanye you the man you're fighting for this you fighting for us when there's many people who have talked about the same thing Kanye has talked about for decades okay but it's a, it's a dynamic, satanic, dynamic duo, okay? And the Republican Party came in the form of Candace Owens to influence Kanye. And Kanye's a grown man. He's not guiltless. He's not innocent. Because, this is the again, this is the first time he's dealt with Candace Owens. And I don't understand how the black community can't see that. Like, you side with Candace Owens, Kanye? Didn't you get screwed over the last time? We're not listening to you, Kanye. Uh-uh, you're canceled. 
Uh-uh, cancel. That's how they, they should see it. Let's go talk about another person who is someone that I don't think you should be listening to. Okay, and a matter of fact, he should be able to post what he wants. Okay, Donald Sterling, you know, when he was in an argument with one of his uh, lovers, called blacks the N-word, and what happened? I'll say it again. Did he lose his basketball team? I just want to know. Did he lose his basketball team? I just want to know. Hold on one second. One minute. He tweeted a link to an anti-Semitic movie and refused to apologize and disavow anti-Semitism. T.J. Holmes has a story. Good morning, T.J. George, right here with you yesterday, talking about all sides putting out a joint statement, seemed to be moving on. I'm back today, and he's suspended. So what happened? He was asked two questions at the press availability. One, do you apologize? The other, do you have anti-Semitic beliefs? And in basketball parlance, he missed the dunk and left confounding answers here that forced his team back. Brooklyn Nets point guard Kyrie Irving apologizes, but only after being suspended for at least five games. The star posted on Instagram, I am grateful to have a big platform to share knowledge, and I want to move forward by having an open dialogue to learn more and grow from this. And to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain, and I apologize. The Nets announced the suspension after his refusal to disavow anti-Semitism. Now, this was an old tweet, so that's what I have, you know, siding with... Uh, Kyrie Oving. It was it was an old tweet. All right. Second, you have a lot of people posting things. So he wasn't promoting any anti-Semitism. I backed him when he when he was uh took his stance against the uh the um how do I put this? What we were going through two years ago. But this right here is just This is just trying to make an example out of him. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And no one was going to support him, okay? Because, like I said, I said it in a Facebook group. The only good thing about this Kanye and Kyrie Oving um, buffoonery is the fact that you could be black, make millions of dollars, but you are still a slave in a Brooks Brothers suit. That's what you are. Okay, Nick Cannon made millions of dollars. Guess what? He went off with this Hebrew black Israelite nonsense. What happened to him? He had to end up apologizing. Kanye ended up apologizing. Kyrie Irving apologizing. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Kanye is not mentally stable. This is the man who said um, when he was signed with Trump that Trump's hat gives him superpowers. Harriet Tubman didn't sleep free to slaves. George Floyd died of fentanyl. Derek Chauvin's knee wasn't all up on his neck. Sorry. 
Are these the people that are going to be your leaders, black community? I'm not talking to all the black community because there are some, you know, there's black communities that are affluent, rich, and they got sense. Okay. I'm talking about the black community that has more knowledge of basketball than it does about the fact that the two political parties in this country are for and down white supremacy, as well as the uh, Talmudic um, peoples that are also working with the Democratic Party to keep black people down, okay? And this is what I, I was thinking about this as well. What if the reason you can't get reparations is the fact that some of these slave descendants I mean, I'm sorry, some of these slave masters, some of these slave masters were, you know, Jewish. And the fact is, their companies, okay, because some of these companies were owned that we have today, trace them down, owned by slave masters, Jewish descendants. Maybe that's the reason why we can't get reparations. Maybe that's why you can't, you're not getting them from the Republican Party, and you sure as hell ain't getting them from the Democrat Party. So maybe that's it. Just a thought. Semitism during a press conference Thursday. I'll take my responsibility. I cannot be anti Semitic if I know where I come from. I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. This comes a week after Irving tweeted a link to an anti-Semitic movie. Overnight, the Nets saying in a statement, we are of the view that he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets, adding Kyrie will serve a suspension without pay until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impacts of his conduct. During a recent game against the Pacers, a group of fans were seen sitting courtside wearing fight anti-Semitism shirts. This is much bigger than fighting anti-Semitism. It's a macro message that the world is now seeing that maybe we should reevaluate and think maybe before we speak and the nba commissioner adam silver says he will be meeting with uh kyrie within the next week and guys anti-defamation league remember we announced yesterday they were going to he was going to make a five hundred thousand dollar donation they said they cannot accept that mm-hmm. now in good conscience mm-hmm. from kyrie oh, irving well, yeah. that's a big statement from there oh, yeah all right thank you so much that's basically it, man. They're showing you, you know, what's going on. They're showing you that you are a slave, okay? You didn't see um you didn't see Shaquille O'Neal back in Kyrie Irving. You didn't see uh Charles Barkley back in Kanye, I mean back in uh Kyrie Irving. You didn't see Jamie Foxx. You wanted, they all wore dresses. Just to let that, you all know that. Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, Jamie Foxx. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. All right? And you'll have blacks that will say, well, they make more money than you. Hmm. That's basically what it has there That the get the bag mentality You don't have any scruples You don't have any backbone This is it, it, That's it Most blacks liberal are liberal Most blacks are democrat 
Most blacks are doped up on hip hop. Okay. Materialism. All right. Symbolism instead of substance. And then you wonder why you won't get reparations. Because you're not willing to truly fight this system. Because to fight this system, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to make some boycotts. You may have to boycott your favorite basketball team. But most of you are not going to do that because that's what you like to talk about at the barbershop. What are we going to talk about? We got a boycott football. What are we going to talk about at the barbershop? If Michael Jordan, who, you know, I think also said <clears throat> a lot of, you know, you found out that his sneakers were being made in sweatshops. People still bought the Jordans. Okay. These entertainers do not care about you. They care about making money. All right. That is something that people don't understand. Black people don't understand. They don't care about that. They don't care about freedom. They don't care about true freedom, getting reparations. Not if it's going to cost them money. Not if it's going to cost them almost being nothing. They have their own goals and dreams. They're not going to sacrifice that for you. Then you got people having to go fund me, Kanye West fans, to make Kanye a billionaire again. Kanye doesn't even know your name. But you're going to do something like this. Let me show you something else, man. This is something that should be circulating and making more traction, though. Here we go. The two men whose convictions for the assassination of Malcolm X were overturned last year are set to receive $36 million from the city and state of New York. The two men, Muhammad Aziz and Khalil Islam, always maintained that they did not commit the murder. More than half a century after being wrongly blamed in the case, Aziz sought $40 million in damages after serving about two decades in prison. Islam died in 2009 at the age of 74, but also spent more than 20 years in jail and was exonerated in November of last year. They were both released in the mid-1980s, but it was not until last year that their names were fully cleared by the New York State Supreme Court. For more than half a century, the official record stated that three members of the black nationalist group The Nation of Islam shot the 39-year-old leader when he arrived to speak at the podium of a Harlem ballroom. Uh, Imam Aziz, 
That should be um this should be news. This should be something that would be getting traction, but it's not. Okay. And I believe that's just by design. It should be making news that the men who were accused, falsely accused of killing Malcolm X, um, they should be front page news. It really should be. I hope they get every penny. But to be honest, Black people not care more, majority care more about entertainment than they do about these types of issues. That is just a fact. All right. I'm not for Malcolm X's faith, but I do understand the fact of the what it took to get that following, what it took to actually make a difference. And the change And black people Majority of them are not willing to make those risks They're not willing to boycott They're not willing to give up Those um, Trinkets That are keeping them enslaved To white supremacy The majority of blacks in this country Are too far gone to make those changes Malcolm X went through hell Literal hell To speak out and to say the things he said Even when he came out exposing uh, Stokey Carmichael Alright He went through some crap Exposing his mentor For making young women In the mosque single mothers And in the black community, it's not popular. I was, you know, it's not popular to go after well-liked people within the black community. It's not liked. It's not popular. Look what happened to R. Kelly when people started coming out, expo- um, calling him out for being a pedo. You know how many blacks wanted to defend him and tried the "what aboutism" card? Well, what about um, Jimmy Jimmy Lee Lewis? What about Elvis? What about this? What about that? Instead of focusing on what this man was doing to your people, you want to play what about ism card? That's how far gone most of them are. And if you talk like the way I'm talking to, talking like a, and I'm a black man talking like this, you're called a coon. You're called a sellout. Who are you? You're an outsider. Never mind that I'm speaking facts. Never mind that. What I'm saying could actually help blacks have the strength to cut off those who are harming the black community, like in other ethnic groups. Nah, you're a coon. You're not for us. There were black women, a black woman supporting R. Kelly, pedophile. Never mind what he was doing, sex trafficking. He made good music. Again. There's a reason why blacks are not 
going to get reparations in this country ever. Next story. One thing also, I never understood women wanting to join this faith. I never understood it. Never at all. Well, look who's here with us in the studio, Arizona Attorney General Mark Brnovich. It's good to see you. It's so great to be here, Liz. Thank oh, you so much. Oh, wow. You're in New York. Okay, listen, we've got this story to cover with you. This spotlights the collapse at the border. 42-year-old Kansas mother, Allison Ekron. She was the Kansas mom. She's an ISIS leader. She was sentenced yesterday to 20 years in federal prison for leading a battalion of over 100 ISIS terrorist women in Syria. Okay, this is what the DOJ found. She was plotting with ISIS leader Mohammed al-Baghdadi in 2014, to smuggle terrorists across the U.S. southern border uh, to bomb a U.S. college in the Midwest by dropping off a knapsack there. Uh, also, she wanted to bomb shopping malls in the U.S. Uh, via by parking a vehicle in the parking garage or in the basement of a shopping mall and detonating the bombs in the vehicle via cell phone. So this was what's going is what's going on with the southern border. We, you and I have talked about this before, is that border security is national security. And for so long, the Democrats and Joe Biden have ignored it. And the reality is we're seeing a historic number of people illegally entering the country, but we're also seeing historic numbers when it comes to the type of people coming in. So we know last year there was uh, nearly 100 people on the terror watch list apprehended. The last two years of the Trump administration, it was three total. So we're seeing this increase. And what Joe Biden is doing is America is less safe. And we know there are people radicalized in the Middle East. They're being radicalized here that mean us harm. And so we need to do everything we can to secure our border because America's okay. going to get hurt. How does this happen a generation after 9-11? Why is this going on right now? I mean, to your point, new government numbers, right? They show uh, 380 yeah. terrorist encounters yeah. at, the, at the U.S. ports of entry. That includes multiple encounters yeah. with possibly the same terrorists. To your point, that's more than double the year before. And, you know, the 98 you talked about, terrorists caught trying to cross between ports of entry, it's more than the triple the prior four years combined. Yeah. I mean, this is a deeper border collapse than people realize. Yeah. And then once again, when you read the, the documents, the indictment, um, you know, the sentencing documents, it, it is absolutely breathtaking, especially for we're here in the city that never sleeps in New York. When you think about what happened on 9-11 and how can anyone, especially the president of the United States, allow America to be less safe and allow people that want to hurt us and to, and to kill us and destroy us. I mean, this uh, is... You should do everything you can to stop. It's not tinfoil hat conspiracy theory stuff. The 9-11 terrorists overstayed their visas. You know, we've got Carrie Lake in Arizona. She's been barnstorming through the state saying, look at the collapse at the border. But she's being attacked by the media, right? But that's what she's been talking about. And you, you've you been in the front lines there. And you look at this latest CBS News, uh, CBS Yuga poll, nearly six out of ten... Voters say, wait a second, if Democrats take back power, they will open the southern border. Yeah. Well, look, that's what that's CBS poll. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden has essentially been, um, 
you know, he hasn't lifted a finger to do anything to secure the but southern why? border. But why? But really, why? But but why? I will tell you this. This is the thing, Liz. Is Arizona is going to lift a finger and tell him and send him a message? I think in November. And the reality is, is that I wrote an opinion uh, that what is happening on our southern border constitutes an invasion. You look at Article One, Section Ten of the Constitution, Article Four, Section Four. The federal government has an obligation. We've been talking about the invasion part of the Constitution. Constitution. When, when is that going to be? I mean, we've been talking about it. When is Arizona or any state going to step up and do it? Well, we've seen what's happened with Governor. No, it's really going to happen, man. I'm interested in, you know, I'll watch, you know, I'll be surprised. I could be wrong, but I don't see anything happening when it comes to this border being uh, closed because of the fact that Republicans like illegal immigrants just as much as Democrats said it before Republicans. They will talk like they're self-righteous and they'll do the right thing. But behind closed doors, they'll do underhanded dealings. They will have these illegals working their farms, teaching their kids foreign languages, raising their cattle, and so on. Okay. But let's get back into this uh, story about this uh, all-female ISIS gang. It's right here. All-American Kansas girl who became empress of ISIS is jailed for 20 years after leading female death squad in Syria as her kids call her monster who tortured them for sexual pleasure. Wow. An all-American girl from Kansas who smuggled her kids to Syria became the empress of ISIS and led an all-female death squad, has been sentenced to 20 years in prison. Allison Fluke Ekrin, 42, who grew up on a farm in Overbrook received the maximum possible sentence after pleading guilty to charges linked to her terrorism crime spree. Her sentencing at a federal court in Alexandria, Virginia also heard harrowing accounts of her from her own children who described Fluke Erkin as a monster who tortured them for sexual pleasure. Prosecutors have now described the sentence as insufficient to match Fluke Erkin's monstrous acts of terror and an immeasurable damage that she has caused. But 20 years was the maximum they could give under the charges. Okay. And my thing is like people keep saying that, you know, Islam is a religion of peace. More than eight years, Fluke Aaron was an ISIS member who traveled across war zones in Libya, Iraq, and Syria. She adopted the name Om Muhammad al Amirki and rose through the ranks of terror group to become the leader of an all female battalion called Kabatir uh, Nashiaba. In 2017, Fluke Erkin trained young girls to use AK-47s, grenades, and suicide belts before they went on missions, which included helping male fighters defend ISIS-controlled Raqqa. U.S. Attorney Raj Parikh told Monday's sentencing that Fluke Erkin, in effect, became the empress of ISIS. She brainwashed young girls and trained them to kill. Her daughter, Leah Ekron, who was married off to an ISIS fighter in Syria when she was just 13 years old, said her mother was motivated by a lust for control and power. I want people to see what kind of person she was, her daughter said. She abandoned me in Raqqa with my rapist, she said 
in a reference to her ISIS fighter husband. In a written statement to the court, her son, Gabriel, who, like his sister, waved anonymously, said, my mother's a monster who enjoys torturing children for sexual pleasure. My mother is a monster, very skilled in manipulation, controlling her emotions to her advantage. My mother is a monster without love for her children, without an excuse for her actions. She has blood, pain, and suffering for all of her children on her hands. Okay? It's a sad... Let's see what, if we could hear about what she got to say. Sick woman. All right, it's not playing. At one point, prosecutors played audio recordings of telephone conversations between Fluke Aaron and her daughter taped by the FBI. Her daughter was in the public gallery, plugged her ears within with her fingers as the tapes were played aloud. Born Allison Brooks, Fluke Akron grew up in a loving and stable home in Overbrook, Kansas, and was considered a gifted student, the U.S. attorney had said. There is nothing in her background that can explain her conduct, Pirate said. After leaving her first husband, with whom she had two children, Fluke Akron attended the University of Kansas, where she married a fellow student named Vulcan Akron and became a Muslim. She later earned a teaching certificate from the college in Indiana. The couple had five children together and adopted another after the children's parents were killed in a suicide as suicide bombers in Syria. In 2008, the family moved to Egypt and in 2011 to Libya, where the U.S. attorney said Fouke Akron's dogged pursuit to obtain positions of power and influence to train young women in extremist ideology and violence began. Her former sister-in-law, Amy Fluke, 49, previously told DailyMail.com in an exclusive interview that the mom began sending her ex-husband emails and notes demanding more than 6000 for a return of their, their two children shortly after moving abroad. abroad. She also faked her own death while living in Syria and cruelly taunted her ex-spouse, James Fluke, by saying that their daughter, Elena, was dead. Wow. James told DailyMail.com earlier this year, I hope they lock her up and throw away the key. This is a bit. This is sad, man. This is really sad because I can understand why men don't want to get married anymore. I can understand because look what this woman did. You got divorced and you tormented your your the the father of your children, demanding money, outrageous sums of money, and you 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 abused your own children. She kidnapped my kids for 10 years. She manipulated, she's manipulative and she always has been. She's always been one of the spotlight. There's no way to adequately describe how manipulative she is. Fluke Ekran was in Benghazi, Libya in September 2012 when the Islamic militant group Asa al-Shahira attacked the U.S. mission and CIA annexed their killings 
killing the U.S. ambassador and three other um, three other Americans. Fluke Ekran, a fluent Arabic speaker, assistant, assisted Azhar al-Sharia by reviewing and summarizing the contents of stolen U.S. government documents. The family left Libya in late 2012 or early 2013 and moved around between Iraq, Turkey, and Syria, becoming deeply involved with ISIS and living in the group's Mosul stronghold for a time. Fluke Ekran's second husband, the leader of the of the ISIS sniper unit was killed in 2015. She went on to marry three more times, including to a Bangladesh IS drone expert and an ISIS military leader who was responsible for the ISIS defense of Raqqa in 2017. He had four more children. Larry Miller, who taught Fluke Ekron's school science class in the 1990s, previously said, how does someone like Eric... Allison, an all-American girl, become a person that wants to go out and kill. A tearful fluke Ekron acknowledged in court that she had provided combat training, but said it was only for self-defense. Lying! I never fought myself, she said. I never shot or fired one bullet. Man, lying. Fluke Ekrin's claim that she was manipulated by Turkish-born second husband um, was rejected. Good. Fluke Ekrin, who was wearing a dark green prison jacket and black headscarf, addressed the court and asked the judge for a compassionate sentence of just two years. Two years in prison? I deeply regret my choices, she told the judge, to anyone who has been hurt. Um, by my actions, I ask forgiveness. I mean, you ain't facing consequences. She is manipulative. She, wow. You basically destroyed your family. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but no, I'm not sorry. She deserves to be locked, thrown away in a jail cell, throw away the key. But also she deserves the death penalty because you trained women, you trained people to kill people. Come on now. All right. Now here's another story. That reeks of narcissism. Of a woman who cannot get her own way. Let's get into that story. from the school district. Still doesn't quite explain how this all went down, saying that an administrator from this school has been in contact with the student's parents and they will continue to work together to support the student. And tonight we have new details in the case involving the mother of a little girl found dead in a Virginia Beach motel over the summer. The mom is now charged with second degree murder, an upgrade from the child abuse charge. News 3 reporter Antoinette Delbell learns more about how the two-year-old died. Virginia Beach detectives have called Little Lenoir's tragic death suspicious from the start. And for months, I've been working to find out how she died. Well, the medical examiner's office now tells us she had too much Benadryl in her system. 
The disturbing details surrounding two-year-old Lemois' death coming into focus after an autopsy revealed deadly levels of Benadryl in her body. Local physician Dr. Ryan Light says overdoses from the drug in children are rare, but could cause seizures and even death. It can make you very irritable. It can cause headaches. It can cause visual disturbances. Uh, it can cause those hallucinations. Uh, so when you get to the points of toxicity, it's not as uh, just putting you to sleep. Some people do go to sleep, uh, and that's where it leads into coma and then either a cardiac arrest or arrest of the heart. Police finding the toddler dead inside Cuddy Sark Motel at the oceanfront in August. Court records show her mother, Leandra Andrade, checked into the motel after losing a custody battle in D.C. Investigators finding the 38-year-old... What did I tell you? She didn't get her own way, just like this woman I just read about that was who that led an all woman death squad and tries to say she never killed anybody. She didn't get her own way and extorted, tried to extort money from her first husband, the father of their children. Didn't get her own way. Unconscious in that same room, using Narcan to wake her up. Andrade now faces an upgraded charge of second degree murder in connection to her daughter's death. Andrade's lawyer, James Broccoletti, telling me on the phone Friday the circumstances are very distressing for her and they're looking forward to their day in court. Meanwhile, Lenoir's father, Fabio Andrade, is heartbroken, sending a statement saying, in part, Lenoir will always be the love of my life. While the charge will never bring back my daughter, I'm thankful to the Commonwealth's Attorney's Office for seeking justice for her senseless murder. Andrade is still in Virginia Beach City Jail and is scheduled for a preliminary hearing in December. Seems like a lot of women are taking that route. A lot of women are taking that route. They can't get their way. They're going to try and. Uh, they're going to try and. Delete the child. That's what they're going to do. And that. Do they get the death penalty? No, they don't. Okay. Washington, D.C. mother who fled to Virginia with her two-year-old daughter after losing a custody battle has been charged with murder. Leanda Andrade, 38, is currently being held without bail in Virginia Beach after her daughter, Lanyx Andrade, too, was found dead inside Cuddy Stark Motel on August 1st. The medical examiner's office declared the little girl died from an acute um, diphenhydramine toxicity, which is commonly known as Benadryl. Laws have to change. There has to be a new law. If you dare to go and run off with your kid after losing a custody battle, it is life in prison. Her mother was also found unconscious in the same room and was given Narcan and taken to the hospital, according to investigators. So she was a drug addict.
Sorry about that. Had the technical difficulty right there. All right. So let's start it. Let's start again. Okay. Washington, D.C. mother who fled to Virginia with two with a two-year-old daughter after losing custody, losing a custody battle, have been charged with murder. Leandre, 38, is currently being held without bail in Virginia Beach after her daughter, Lennox Andre, 2, was found dead inside Cuddy Stark Motel on August 1st. The medical examiner's office declared the little girl died from an acute diethylhydramine toxicity, which is commonly known as Benadryl. Her mother was also found unconscious in the same room and was given Narcan and taken to the hospital, according to investigators. Andrade fled D.C. after she lost custody of Lennox to the child's father, Fabio E. Andrade Jr., who told WTVR that his daughter will always be the love of my life. I look forward to seeing justice served for Lennox and continue to ask for privacy so that I may mourn my beloved angel, he said. Fabio had been granted full custody of their daughter, but they shared joint physical custody, according to People. He had been fighting since March to get custody of his daughter, but the August ruling did not affect the court order temporarily shared full um, physical custody. We have to be careful who we have kids with. Okay? Have to be careful. If there's an ounce of selfishness, disrespect, leave. Have to leave. Because if you don't, you may end up having a kid with these animals. Okay? Virginia doctor, Dr. Ryan Light, told WTVR that the overdoses from Benadryl are rare, but could lead to seizures and death. It can make you very irritable, he told the outlet. It can cause headaches. It can cause visual disturbances. It can cause hallucinations. When you get to the point of toxicity, it's not just putting you to sleep. Some people do go to sleep. And... That's where it leads to into a coma and then either a cardiac arrest or arrest of the heart because the arrhythmia that can be caused uh, can cause because of the toxicity. The little girl was found dead around 3.30 a.m. and investigators ruled Lennox's death suspicious. The pair were found after Virginia Beach executed a search warrant after a family friend called to report they had received text messages from the mother reading, they would look down on the friend from heaven. Whoa, according to WKTR, Andretti also reportedly posted that her daughter on social media referring to her as in the past tense. Her Instagram post viewed DC News Now showed the mother apologizing to her daughter, saying she deserved the world and she was so sorry, baby. You are stunning, conversational and beautiful, she wrote. In the second post, she reportedly referred to Fabio as an abuser who was fabricating evidence against her. This woman was sick. This woman was sick. She murdered her daughter and then made um, a social media post in the past tense. You had it in your mind. If you can't have full custody of your child, nobody can. You're not going to let that child see the light of day. 
last time I checked, they do they do deal with female child abusers and child killers in prison. They do uh, deal with them. So that's something that she's going to have to be facing. In the second post, she probably referred to Fabio as an abuser who was fabricating evidence against her. I wish I left when I saw him for who he was by February 2019, but I got pregnant. I wish I left when it felt uncomfortable staying. I wish I left when I knew things in our home were escalating in 2021, she wrote. I wish I, I wish I left when he tried to get aggressive with me and necessitating the police to be called to our house in January 2022. I wish I never told him I was leaving the morning of March 16th, 2022, or I would have finally successfully escaped his physical and emotional abuse. A lot of these women want to claim um, abuse when actually they are the abuser. Or they actually provoke a situation where it actually ends up being that way. Most importantly, I wish I left for my daughter because she deserved the world. I'm disappointed in myself that this was the only way I could finally get out of his reins and be free from my abuser and manipulator. What? After the friend provided police with the motel's address, police found them unconscious. Police reportedly seized an empty pill container, a glass powder with powder, a laptop, two cell phones, and several flash drives from the room, which the mother and daughter were due to check out on August 2nd. Andrade's lawyer, James Barcelletti, admitted the circumstances were very upsetting and that the mother is looking forward to their day in court. It is very distressing, all the circumstances. We're looking forward to the preliminary hearing test all evidence he told WTVR she's due back in court for a preliminary hearing on December 14th this is sad man this is so sad but this is a selfish woman this woman is selfish but us men we have to be careful who you get in a relationship with I'm sorry I don't believe anything about the abuse I don't Okay, possibly it was like calling her out was abusive to her. All right, let's get into the next story. Tonight here, the new turn in the deadly school shooting in St. Louis. Authorities now say the parents of that 19-year-old who had just graduated from that high school last year. Well, now the parents say they alerted police to his AR-15-style rifle that it had been taken away. But tonight, authorities say somehow he got the weapon back. Of course, the question now, now how, how did this happen? happen? And ABC's yeah. Alex Perez in St. Louis again tonight. Tonight, St. Louis authorities revealing that 19-year-old gunman who killed a teacher and a student at his alma mater had a long history of mental health struggles that his family tried to help him with. They've done everything that they could possibly have done, uh, but sometimes that's not enough. Orlando Harris's family telling investigators they had him committed to a psychiatric facility multiple times, even monitored his mail. And when his mother learned he had a gun, she notified authorities. They uh, worked with our department to transfer that to, a, to an adult who could legally possess one. 
Investigators believe it's the same AR-15 style rifle seen here that was used in Monday morning's attack. But officials don't know how Harris got it back. Police still won't say how exactly he got in, only that it was a, quote, forced entry into the school. Killed in the shooting, 15-year-old sophomore Alexandria Bell and 61-year-old health teacher Jean Kushka, her daughter in disbelief. My mom was my best friend. I think we're all still in, in shock. And I think it brings a peace of mind hearing all of these stories from her students and to know how much she was loved. Four other students grazed by gunfire. Today, police indicating the gunman may have had specific targets in mind. And David, tonight, the big question authorities are still trying to answer is how exactly that rifle ended up back in the hands of the shooter. The ATF is tracing the serial number on that gun and also working to determine how exactly he got all of that ammo. David? Yeah, the gun itself is really puzzling, though, how he got his hands back on the weapon if it was supposedly taken away. I know you'll continue to follow this, Alex. Thank you. People don't like hearing this, but you got to come to a point where they have you have to commit the kid to an asylum. Okay? That's what has to happen. You may not like it, but it's uh that is basically what has to happen in order to protect your your family and protect the community and to protect yourself from potential lawsuits that can happen. Okay? That's what you have to do. All right, let's get into this story right now. Russia calls for UN Security Council probe of alleged biological labs in Ukraine. Russia has drafted a United Nations Security Council's resolution that would investigate Moscow's claims that the U.S. and Ukraine are violating prohibitions on biological weapons through work at Ukrainian biological laboratories, the Associated Press reported. Moscow for four months has levied the allegations, which were previously condemned as classic Russian propaganda by U.S. intelligence officials who say Ukraine operates just over a dozen bio labs for public health and biodefense purposes with U.S. assistance. And I don't believe that for a minute because uh, I've reported that, uh, <clears throat> talked about, how Azov Battalion, neo-Nazis, okay, came to Washington, D.C. Capitol and got support from Republicans, okay? So they're doing something over there in Ukraine. Neo-Nazis came to America and got support from Republicans, okay? You have Ukrainians having a parade, okay, a get-together, in support of neo-Nazi Azov Battalion. They were shouting Azov, Azov this past summer. I don't know what to tell you. The Associated Press citing 
citing a copy it obtained of the draft resolution reported that Russia is filing a complaint under Biological Weapons Convention, which was signed in 1972 to ban the development and use of biological and toxin weapons. Resolution would create a 15-member commission authorized by Security Council to investigate the claims the outlet reported. The Associated Press reported that the commission would report to the Security Council by November 30th and as 28th through December 16th. The U.S. publicly acknowledged its supports for Ukraine biolabs, but notes of the Biological Threat Reduction Program, which seeks to improve abilities to detect and report outbreaks of dangerous pathogens before they cause major threats. Russia, however, began accusing the two countries of developing biological weapons in the early days of Russia's invasion. U.S. and Western officials have long accused Russia of making false accusations and staging false flag operations to justify invasion of Ukraine. Hmm. Sorry, man, but uh, everybody knows you're lying. Heck, I mean, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez got called out um, for supporting neo-Nazis and for the U.S. Uh, supporting the Biden administration, giving millions and billions of dollars to Ukraine and mil- U.S. military weapons. Okay, I mean, the site was glorious, man. It was glorious. Finally, people are waking up. People are waking up and seeing what this country is about to face. All right. This country is in serious trouble. Inflation, the job market, food shortages, and possibly a nuclear war, courtesy of the Republican and Democrats. Not just the Democrats, it's both sides. Both sides are working to destroy this country. U.S. military barely has any weapons to fight an evasion. China is buying up farmland and meat um, processing plants. It's not a joke, people. We're in trouble. We're in serious trouble. Oh, yes, and they want us to eat bugs. Yep. You're already doing it in in, uh, European countries, getting them to try to eat bugs, getting kids to eat bugs. Okay? We are in serious trouble. All right. Is something even more crazier. Yep. Pentagon vows to nuke Russia if they continue war against Ukraine. Oh yeah, that, that yeah that that makes sense. That makes perfect sense in the situation America is in. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A weak and dying animal to fight a strong animal. Yeah. Pentagon has issued a stark warning to Russia. Stop the war in Ukraine or face nuclear war with America. A Bloomberg, As Bloomberg reports, the Pentagon new national defense strategy rejects limits 
on using nuclear weapons along championed by arms control advocates citing mounting threats from Russia and China. By the 2030s, the United States will, for the first time in its history, face a two major nuclear powers as strategic competitors and potential adversaries, the Defense Department said in a long-awaited documented issue Thursday. In response, the U.S. will maintain a very high bar for nuclear um, employment without ruling out using nukes in retaliation to a non-nuclear strategic threat to the homeland, U.S. forces abroad or allies. Reports in yet another stark reversal for the senile um, occupant of the White House basement in his 2020 presidential campaign, Biden has pledged to declare that the U.S. nuclear arsenal should be used only to deter or retaliate against a nuclear attack, a position blessed by progressive Democrats and reviled by defense hawks. But like with, but like with every other position held by the pathological liar, or even Trump's Trump in the untruth department, this one has <clears throat> has been reversed as well, as the threat environment has changed dramatically since then, and the Pentagon strategy was forged in cooperation with the flip-flopping White House, in a stunning move that should, or rather should, spark outrage among the so-called progressives, what will at least prompt some very stern retracted letters. The nuclear report that's part of the broader strategy said the Biden administration reviewed its nuclear policy and concluded that no first use and sole purpose policies would result in an unacceptable level of risk in light of the range of non-nuclear capabilities being developed and fielded by competitors that would inflict strategic level damage to the U.S. and allies. Yeah, yeah, man. This, this is suicide. This is suicide. The nuclear strategy document doesn't spell out what non-nuclear threats could produce a U.S. nuclear response, but current threats include hypersonic weapons possessed by Russia and China, for which the U.S. doesn't have a proven defense. It does spell out, however, in the strongest terms, what would happen to another nuclear power, North Korea, if it launched a nuclear attack on the U.S., South Korea, or Japan. That action will result in the end of that regime, it says. Nuclear, I'm sorry, U.S. nuclear weapons continue to play a role in deterring North Korean attacks. So the brilliant neocon minds behind the report concluded it is better to instill fear of a disproportionate nuclear retaliation, thus making an outright nuclear attack far more likely. If the U.S. will nuke you anyway, may as well go all out. In the document, which was framed well before the invasion, the Pentagon says Russia continues to brandish its nuclear weapons in support of its revisionist security policy, while its modern arsenal is expected to grow further. In other words, the Pentagon knew what Putin would do even before it did, and that defined the dramatic revision in, nu in U.S. nuclear posture, almost as if the Pentagon directed the entire sequence of events. They want this war. They really want this war bad. That's what they want. They want us to go to war. They don't, you know, American lives be damned. That's it. The economy, the biz, the overseas businesses that are that help America still thrive, let that all be damned. They really want this war. They want this new world order. That's what they want. Russia is not doesn't even want this. Russia does not want a nuclear war. Period. They don't want that. Zelensky wants that, though. 
He wanted a preemptive strike. He wanted to strike with nukes. Meanwhile, China remains the U.S. most consequential strategic competitor for, com for the coming decades. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said in a letter presenting the new defense strategy, he cited China's increasingly coercive actions to reshape the Indo-Pacific region and the international system to fit its authoritarian preferences, even as it rapidly modernizes and expands its military. China wants to have at least 1,000 deliverable nuclear warheads by the end of the decade. The nuclear strategy document says, um, saying it could use them for coercive purposes, including military provocations against U.S. allies and partners in the region. The review confirmed the previous reports that the Pentagon will retire the B-83-1 gravity bomb and cancel the sea-launched cruise missile program. But the new review endorses a controversial Trump-era naval weapon, the low-yield W-76-2 submarine launched nuclear warhead, which is described as providing an important means to deter limited nuclear use. The broader strategy report also offered gently worded criticism of major U.S. weapon programs, which often runs years behind plans and billions of dollars in billions of dollars over in initial budgets. Our current system is too slow and too focused on acquiring systems not designed to address the most critical challenges we now face, the Pentagon said. It called for more open systems that can rapidly incorporate cutting-edge technology while reducing problems of obsolescence and high cost. The Pentagon's strategy documents were sent to Congress in classified form in March, so they were considered during congressional approval of the fiscal 2023 defense budget. So how to trade all of this? Well, the initial instinct now that nuclear war headlines are being lobbed around is that it may be time to sell. But as an Art Cashin so insightly put it some time ago, never bet on the end of the world because it only happens once. Now, thanks to the Biden administration, that once-in-a-lifetime event is that much closer to taking place. Yeah, man, th th we're in trouble. We are in some serious trouble here. Like I said, it's Democrats and Republicans. And Biden wants this war. People, look, the U.S. government has invested $925 million in iodine pills. What do you use iodine pills for? When you're trying to avoid being affected by radiation from a nuclear attack. We are in trouble. Big, humongous trouble. It's not a game, man. It's not a game. But uh, let's look into other stuff about Biden, shall we? Citizens call on D.C. police to investigate Biden's pedophilia. Joe Biden cannot stop sniffing underage children and making inappropriate comments about them in front of reporters, prompting call for investigation into fake president. Police in Washington, D.C. say they're receiving increasingly more calls requesting to probe into Biden, who has extensive history of pedophilic behavior and statements throughout his career. 
At a recent campaign event in Irving, California, for instance, Biden was seen creeping up on a visibly uncomfortable young girl from behind while whispering to her his favorite line. Now, a very important thing I told my daughters and granddaughters, no serious guys until you're 30. What? The child who clearly did not want the pedophile in chief groping her and whispering his rambles into her ear responded with, okay, I'll keep that in mind. Should have yelled out, get away from me, you creep. As this was happening, Biden was visibly seen intoxicating himself with her smell, which he has done to many young women over the years, most of them underage. Back in August, I'm not reading that. Sorry about that. During another recent event, Biden told reporters about a friendship that he once had with a 12-year-old girl when he himself was 30 years old. We go back a long way. Biden smirked while pointing to a woman in the crowd. She was 12 and I was 30. But anyway, this woman helped me get an awful lot done anyway. What? Keep in mind that every time these types of indecence happen, Biden's Secret Service details is right there to try and scrub it from the spreading in the media. (laughs) Oh, man. Including on social media. At the Irvin event, Secret Service enablers were seen trying to stop people from filming Biden's advances towards the underage girl, who who one could easily tell was ready to leave the room immediately because she was that uncomfortable. It is not just conservatives that have taken note of Biden's creepy perching for children. Either. Back in 2015, liberal John Stewart spoke openly about Biden's perversion, though many would argue that he did not go far enough in exposing it. According to Professor Anthony Zenkus, an expert in such matters, Biden displays all the hallmarks of behavioral traits of a serial predator. He belongs in prison far away from children. In other words, not in the White House. The fact that Americans are allowing this creepy pervert to occupy the highest office in the land, many of them still being proud that he is there in fact, demonstrates how far this country has fallen into wickedness and depravity. Every step of the way, Biden's heinous actions have come covered up and hidden by the very people who are supposed to be prosecuting such things. This includes perhaps most notably the FBI, which Biden and his cronies continue to use as their own secret police to force to um, police force to protect their deviant behavior. If the Republicans didn't have at least as many if the Republicans didn't have at least as many pedophiles in their rank as well, this problem would have been solved long ago, wrote a commenter, commentator on the matter. See, it, both of them, one side wants to say, oh, the Democrats are evil, they're degenerate, they do this and they do that, but you have Republicans doing the same thing. I remember when the Jeffrey Epstein situation broke out, you had a list of Republican senators and Democrat senators caught doing some really sick crap to kids. It is just as bad in Great Britain, added another. Someone else calling out Biden's Catholicism wrote that the guy is not a Christian, but practices the adherence to the sacraments of Baal, adding that this is generational and had nothing and nothing has changed in thousands of years. Just ask Joe Biden about the blood drinking ceremonies. This same person added with apparent sincerity. Most of the latest news about Biden pedophiles and the fight for an America that is free from perverts. Yeah. It's America's never gonna be free from perverts. Let's just just get that get that through your heads, man. 
America's on the decline. Okay. America is going to burn. Okay. It's going to be taken over and a new world order is going to be put into effect. Okay. Those FEMA camps are going to be used. Those FEMA trains and those FEMA coffins are going to be put into good use real soon. Maybe a couple of years, but it's going to be real soon. All right. Some people will try to defend Joe Biden. Well, let's see if you can defend this. Let's see if you can defend this. Biden wants all children to have access to sex change operations. President Biden recently came out in favor of surgery for transformer children, telling a panel of social media influencers that he believes the effort being made by some states to stop children from getting irreversible surgeries is immoral and outrageous. The topic came up when Biden spoke to 25-year-old TikToker star Dylan Mulvaney, a transformer activist. When Mulvaney opened the interview by telling the president that he was currently on his 221st day of publicly transitioning, Biden responded, God loves you. And the segment, which aired by the progressive news outlet now, this news, Mulvaney asks Biden if he believes the states should have allowed um, regular sex change operations and other forms of so-called gender-affirming health care, such as puberty blockers for children. Biden answered, I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question. As a legal question, I think it's wrong. He added, I feel very, very strongly that you should have every single solidary right, including the use of gender identity bathrooms, but public. Now, this is the guy who said, you know, if schools do not have um, the woke bathrooms, you're not getting funding for school lunch. Let me say that again. Biden said, if you do not have these woke bathrooms in schools, you will not get government funding for school lunch. All right. Right now, several states have already restrictions on various sex transitions and procedures on children, while others are currently considering enacting laws that can stop children from compromising their health through major procedures, interventions such as puberty blockers, hormone therapies, and dangerous sex change surgeries. Sadly, many of these operations can put children's future ability to reproduce at risk. Some experience lifelong problems from these operations, such as trouble urinating. Many more problems have been associated with these interventions at the psychological level. Many young people later experience deep regret over getting irreversible sex change operations, with an alarming percentage going on to commit suicide. Experts have explained that gender dysphoria is often a temporary phase for young people, which means dealing with it in a permanent way is not you um i'm sorry is not just misguided but also dangerous this this is this is biden this is biden okay thankfully common sense seems to be prevailing in europe on the matter england's national health system drafted new guidance last week announcing that stricter oversight was forthcoming on providing children with gender dysphoria, gender-affirming care. In some cases, 
The guidance will call for local authorities to be informed when young people have obtained hormone therapy or puberty blockers on the private market. There will also be safeguard protocols put in place to ensure the well-being and safety of any children who want these treatments. Earlier this year, the world's biggest transition clinic for minors, Tavistock Clinic, was also closed down in the UK following an independent review and multiple complaints from the families of patients. Meanwhile, Finland and Sweden have recently reversed their own guidelines on gender care. The National Board of Healthcare and Welfare in Sweden stated this summer that the risk of puberty suppression treatment with gender-affirming hormones treatment currently outweighed the possible benefits. Yet in the U.S., the Department of Health and Human Services Office of Population Affairs released a document entitled Gender-Affirming Care in Young People, while the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration released a document entitled Gender-Affirming Care is Trauma-Informed Care. These official documents list operations such as top surgery, alternating breasts to be more feminine or masculine, and bottom surgery, mutilating genitals and removing reproductive organs as appropriate treatments for adolescents who claim to be transformer. It's disappointing but not surprising that while Biden thinks young people should be allowed to render themselves sterile and mutilate their genitalia, if they so choose, he is not willing to extend the same freedom, freedom over individual health choices to those who do not wish to put their lives at risk with dangerous stuff. Okay. This, this is insane, man. But once again, we are in a time where evil is truly showing its face. Evil is truly showing whether it's Democrat or Republican, we're evil. We don't care about kids. That's basically what is showing up right now. All right. And um, let me show you something else. Okay. Because this is something that is going to harm a lot of children. A lot of them have... uh, Deleted themselves. Okay. And it's. uh, It's sad. It really is. And. um, The people who are backing this. Are predators. They are predators. They are child predators. And I will say it clearly. You have to be a, a straight up devil worshiper to do this. You have to be. There's no way around it. Absolutely no way around it. All right. Let me show you something here, real quick. Bear with me. Because uh, what I'm going to show you is it's this been going on. All right. Because when you have these uh, 
woke bathrooms, when you start taking away uh, spaces for children and uh, women, you're going to have these types of problems. All right. Let me see if I can get it. Not able to on video. So I'm just going to show you the article. Here we go. It's a story that, you know, slipped my mind. Here we are. Here we are. Okay. NYC trans and HIV activist 39 is arrested for soliciting pedophile hunter posing as a 14-year-old boy on Grinder. Asked him for oral sex and to meet up and do ecstasy, ecstasy to feel horny. This is a transformer and HIV activist. So you are trying to get your rocks off and give a minor a death sentence at the same time. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. A prominent New York City transformer and HIV activist has been arrested and charged for allegedly soliciting a minor on Griner and asking him for oral sex. <laughs> Lalani Muniz, 39, was taken into custody after corresponding with a man working with the NYPD, the NY Creep Spotlight nonprofit, who posed as a 14-year-old boy named Josh on the Alphabet dating app, Fox Reports. Okay. Muniz, who identifies as female and is, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? HIV. He, he has a positive life. He tries to stay positive. Let's put it that way. Okay. Works as a chief operations officer for the New York Transformer Bodybuilding Federation and was honored earlier this year at the Bronx Borough Hall during Pride Month. This is what this this is this is the problem in the alphabet community. You have predators in the alphabet community. Okay. And they try to go after, um, they try to go after uh, the uh, thespians, and they try to go after children, and they try to, you know, dismiss it. They try to, you know, make you look the other way. They try to shame you. No, 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 no. This is what you guys do. This is what you guys do. All right. You either do it and you try to, um, you know, try to get away with it one way or the other. Especially, they definitely try to get away with it through uh, um, through doing adoption agencies. Okay? That's what they try to do. All right, so let me see if I could uh, watch this video with you guys. 
Alright, I got the video, I got the video. Okay, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Okay. Hold on one minute. Sorry about that. I lost my... <laughs> All right. All right. New York Creep Spotlight, which works to expose people who target children, posted chats Nunez allegedly had with the disgust, the disguised man who allegedly identified himself as FM. The messages show Nunez wanted to have sex with the minor, offering weed and ecstasy to make him feel horny. And asked him for oral sex. Even after finding out he was underage, FM got Muniz to agree to meet up with him in a video posted on YouTube last Friday, where the pedophile hunter confronted Muniz and called the police officer to arrest him. To arrest him. According to the criminal criminal complaint, Muniz told the officers arresting her, we did have a conversation before. It got sexual. It got racy. Then we stopped talking for a while. We started talking again, and I agreed to go and meet him. He told me to bring condoms. <sighs> all right let me see if i could get the uh all right, let's see if we can watch the video here hold on one second is it working i got the video here hold on i got the video Here we go. Oh, it's working. All right, it's working. Hold on a minute. Wait a second. Skip the ad. All right, here we go. I don't do that. Okay. So, what are you doing? Meeting up with a minor? Actually, I was. Actually, actually, I got all the child locks. I asked him, and he actually confirmed. And I told him, I do that. He said, okay. Dude, I got the. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's talking to me the whole time. They're not even home. I know where you live. Oh, shucks. Sorry about that, man. Okay, hold on. You can see him now. Let's have an educated conversation because we both know what you do for a living. What do I do for a living? What you do for transgenders? What do I do? What do you you, you're spokesman? You're spokeswoman for them, right? No, not spokeswoman for transgender. No, you don't. You don't run the organization. No, so not. You think I don't know about you now? Come on. So what is the problem? What is the problem? What is it doing today? Is it illegal or legal? I'm not actually. It's legal because it's legal. So if we was to call the cops. What would they tell us, Leilani? Why? What is the purpose of this? Well, this is I'm, the same way you spread awareness. I spread awareness. How about what? You just tell me. You watch the TV <laughs> show. The... Exactly, but I'm. have <laughs> bingo. I spoke to you in March. And I'm not trying. I'm, I'm not a person. Leilani. Leilani. Yeah, you, you said, said when, when you walk through the door with your man, you're gonna. 
I got, I got the, the chops. Yeah, yeah. So everything. Conversation with you. Listen yeah. to people. Yeah. Not the only person that you guys have hate. Oh, so, 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 so whoever is it is guilty of sin too. Exactly. exactly. So, so who else? So is on that page too? No, that's not him. So who else is on that page? So who else? Can we stop and talk? I know you're gonna walk the street. I know where you live. Apartment what? Okay, I know already. I know already. I looked it up. Who I know about you? What'd you what? Um, what'd you? What? What'd you call? Did you join a pageant? No. No, you never won a pageant. Many years ago. See? Come on now. Come on now. What you doing today is illegal, Leilani. Isn't that it? every person that got locked up doing what you doing today said the same thing and they all got charged. Oh, I, I have a that, that came out to hear a, a minor for let me rewind this all the way back. I want you guys to see this clearly. No, this fair use. Sean, who are you here to see later on? I'm not sure. I think his name is Jay. Yeah, it's me, Joshua. I don't do that. Okay. So, what are you doing? You ended up with a minor. Actually, I was. Actually, I got all the child-outs. I asked him, and he actually confirmed, and I told him, we're not doing that. He said, dude, I got the child-outs. You talking to me the whole time. Everybody, don't walk home. I know where you at. Let's just have a simple conversation. Let's have an educated conversation, because we both know what you do for a living. What do I do for them? What, what you do, do for transgenders? What do I do? You're your spokeswoman for them, right? No, I'm not spokeswoman for transgenders. No? You don't want to run the organization? No? You think I don't know about you now? Come on. So what is the problem? What is the problem? What is the problem today? Is it illegal or legal? I'm not actually. It's legal because it's legal? So we were to call the cops. What would they tell us, Leilani? Why you, what is the purpose of this? Well, this is, the same way you spread awareness, I spread awareness. You just tell me. You watch the TV show. Exactly. I'm I spoke to you in March. And I'm not trying to, I'm not a Leilani, you said when you walk through the door with your man, you're going to I got the chaos. So, everything. Yeah. Oh, so 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 who is it? Is guilty of sin too? Exactly. So who is so is on that page too? So who else is on that page? So who else? Can we stop and talk? I know you're gonna walk the street. I know where you live. Apartment what? Okay, I know already. I know already. I looked it up. Who I don't know about you. Would you what? Um, would you? Well, yeah, uh, what you call it? Did you join a pageant? No. No, you never won a pageant? Many years ago. See? Come on now. Come on now. What you doing today is illegal, Leilani. It's not illegal. Leilani, every person that got locked up doing what you're doing today said the same thing and they all got charged. I have a... That came out to hear a A minor for... No, this person came out to have 
with the minor. <laughs> he tried to come out to have relationships with a kid. I want an online organization that catches. Okay. All right. So you're in the police. Yeah, we're walking. To... All right. So you guys are moving. Yeah, we're walking. I'm walking right behind us. I'd appreciate it if you guys come. All right. Does we have any weapons? Anybody hurt? Nah. No threat. I'm on the distance. You can hear in the background. Did he do anything with the child? No, no. There is no child. I do. I do this all over this New York, and I got people locked up already. Um, over here. Yeah. All right. Hispanic. 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 Okay. Yeah, uh, what is it? What's the address? I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, yeah. Sir, you want to Okay, yes, the cops know what I look like right now. I'm going to go with the camera. Okay. So, I have other fellows who heard she's the first time for March, and this time, again, she's false sexual. You know how this goes. She implicated that her boyfriend. Um, this is a couple, that's what it's on set. Let's hold up there. That's it. We started talking on October 4th. This time, last time we were talking in March. I think it was. Later on, the first one? You were going to pick up the hotel? What day was that, later on? March? Yeah. Yeah, uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm good at what I do. I document everything. I'm sorry, miss. I was not banging on your door. I do not do that. I don't do those things. She ran into the house. This is from October 4th. So this is done now. Yeah. Yesterday she wanted to... She paused it off and she did it for today. She wanted me to go to the house. And she's an ad. No, 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 no. You said somebody else was talking. Who is it then? Come on, man, stop playing. 
You want to take my phone too, or is anything? Okay. Um. She must have a blood too. I think she'll hold it up. Four kilo can four P either. Yo, Johnny, oh, we still got the emails for the first chat, right? Just send them through. Yo. This is what they got in the community, man. This is what they got in the community. People want to ask, well, how does what they do affect your life? I got kids. People got kids, man. All right? This is how it affects the community. Black community has to wake up. Communities, period, have to wake up. Whether you're black, white, whatever. Because they're coming for your kids. According to the chat logs posted by NY Creep Spotlight, units appeared to under to appeared undeterred to meet up with the minor after FM posted. That he was 14, a 14-year-old 14 boy. Yeah, I don't mind. Muniz allegedly wrote in response. The message also shows she invited him to join her and others to do drugs in the jacuzzi. It's fun. We'll be naked and it's nice size room. We can all get in the jacuzzi. Muniz allegedly wrote. I've never done that. I'm down. FM wrote back. We'll have fun and we'll have weed and maybe some e-pills. Muniz allegedly replied. Replied. References ecstasy, promising it will be fun to make the minor feel great. And you are about what? But this is crazy. The chat log shows that Muniz agreed to meet up with Josh when his mother was away, but the accused pedophile seemed to harbor some reservations. I can't front, I'm nervous. Muniz allegedly wrote, I watch too much TV because you know you're young. It reminds me of how to catch a predator 
where they set people up, uh, set up attracted to minors. Wait a minute. You know about um, Chris Hansen and you still do this dumb crap? Probably did it before. That's just what happens as Muniz found herself meeting with FM who confronted her about their chat log as he filmed their conversation. So what are you doing meeting up with a minor, FM asks. When Muniz stumbles to answer, claiming she's not meeting with a minor, the nonprofit worker shoots back. I have the I got the chat logs. You've been talking with me the whole time. <laughs> God, this is crazy, man. Oh boy. Oh man. Uh, it's all here. It, look, it's all here. It's all here. Muniz faces five charges, including attempted endangering the welfare of a child, attempted sexual misconduct, and attempted forcing forcible touching. She is expected to appear in court on December 2nd. The New York Transformer Bodybuilding Federation, where Muniz works as the COO, did not immediately respond to Daily Mail's request to comment. This person is uh, has the Charlie, Charlie Sheen status. This person got Charlie Sheen status. That house in Virginia. Okay? You coming off coming on to uh, minors telling you it's a war it's a war and they want the kids all right that's all i got for now probably do a live stream a little later like share comment and subscribe later all talk radio live in 4k and i'm out